In the mountains of Junin, Peru, is a small farm. This farm has been owned and worked by the Tor family for over 10 years. And what are they farming? Incredible coffee. And for the first time, it's coming directly to the U.S. thanks to our friends at Nonfiction Coffee. Nonfiction Coffee believes how your coffee is made really matters. And thanks to this partnership, the Tor family is making double what they would make through other outlets. This not only helps them increase their production, but also increase the quality of their crop. Find out more and get 10% off your orders by visiting nonfiction.coffee/goodgrit. That's nonfiction.coffee/goodgrit. Welcome to the Good Grit Stories podcast, a weekly podcast telling stories of hope, compassion, and the perseverance of the human spirit. Brought to you by Good Grit Magazine, the character of the South. You can find out more about the podcast and the magazine by visiting goodgritmag.com. And now for the story of musician and comedian Dave Barnes. From the moment that I first held you, I knew someday I'd have to let you go. I would have stayed there forever. Some things I just know I've been begging the seconds and minutes Always asking them to take their time Wanna make some memories Before you leave while you're still mine And when it's time Whichever way The Nashville Jester. Words by Blake Ells. Read by Matt Godfrey. A decade ago, I went to my manager and said, I think I have enough material to try a stand-up show, but I don't want you to tell me when you book it, because I will absolutely try to get my way out of it. Dave Barnes has been writing and recording music in Nashville for nearly two decades, and his performances have long been known for his charismatic and humorous stage presence. Over the last year, he's begun transforming his live show into a one-man review. It began several years ago when Dave told his manager to book two shows at Bongo Java near Belmont University. The tiny coffee shop held approximately 50 people, and Dave agreed to take the leap under the condition that he could create the guest list. His friends loved it. They encouraged him to move forward with it. And that grew into Dave doing a sold-out comedy show each year at the Belcourt Theater. But he feared a real commitment to comedy, as his music career was still very young. When people know you've done music for a while, no matter how much they appreciate it, comedy just has such an immediate response, he said. It's so much more of a lightning bolt, where music is a nice little afternoon at the beach or a nice summer rain. Laughter is such a moment. You feel it. In 2017, his manager encouraged him to add more stand-up to his touring schedule. Chicago, Denver, Nashville, and Atlanta were among the stops on the first real stand-up tour for Dave. And for the first time, he became comfortable with that part of his repertoire. Eventually, he decided to combine the two into one evening of entertainment. We decided that if anything was going to drag people out of their warm, television-streaming living room situation— It was going to be that. 
Dave said. And thankfully, it really worked. I had not been to the Northwest in five or six years, and all of those shows sold out. It was really great. He warms up with the music, takes an intermission, and closes with his stand-up act. The music, he says, is a passive experience, while comedy asks much more of the audience. And comedy always made him most comfortable. You know, you get in the car, you're like, oh, I'm getting some ice cream. Oh, which, by the way, is there anything worse in the world than putting kids in a car? Just, no, there isn't, right? Everybody would agree. It's the worst thing. Let's say it together. It's the worst thing in the world. I try to get our kids in the car, five years old, two and a half years old, seven months old. First of all, we can't find the seven-month-old. We don't know where he is in the house. We can't, like, we're trying to rush out the door. I'm like, I don't know where he is. I don't know where he is either. Do you have a beeper thing on him? No, what does that even mean? I don't know. Our two-and-a-half-year-old is just butt-naked. Immediately, too. Like, that happened like that. Like, she was clothed, but as we tried to get out the door, it's just... And she's like... Throwing poo. You know, you're like, hey. Our five-year-old's got a sword. I'm like, I don't even know how this happens. We're just trying to get you in the car. None of them... There's no shoes in the house. You can't ever find shoes. That... that Whoever... The little elf shoe elf is like, they're trying to leave. Grab... And it's, it's gone. No shoot, daddy. You know. What always helped me get through my live shows was my humor, he said. I was comfortable on stage because I had grown up doing skits and improv, and I thought, surely I can figure out this music thing. That was the impetus for it. I liked being on stage. If you watch my old shows, I'd sweat my way through songs, and then I'd have five minutes to be funny. They were coalesced from the beginning. It was later that I kind of pulled them apart. He released his first EP in 2002 after graduating from Middle Tennessee State University. He'd spent his youth in rural Kosciuszko, Mississippi, a community in the central part of the state that he describes as its own ecosystem. It let me incubate and figure out my personality and all of these things without much outside influence, he said. My town had a population of 8,000 people. When we moved to Knoxville, my school had 2,000 students. He'd played drums in the marching band, but he'd not been around amps and bass guitars until he arrived for his senior year of high school in Knoxville. A month after arriving, he was invited to jam with some local musicians, a seminal moment leading him to entertainment. For a period in the early 2000s, Dave and fellow musician Matt Wirtz were pioneers of sorts. The Music City was focused on churning out country radio giants, while Dave and Matt were focused on creating their music independently. Napster had given them, and artists like them, an opportunity to be heard across the country. We could go to a city we had never been to and have 300 to 400 people there because of Napster, Dave said. For a lot of people, it was a frustrating thing. But for us, we'd put music out and all of a sudden it was everywhere. Over the past decade, his adopted hometown, once steeped in country music, has found itself home to independent artists of all genres. Luckily, Jack White had a heavy hand in what the Music City has become over the past 10 years. Though he'd never take such credit, Dave deserves it for his own role in laying the foundation. Someone has taken the sides of the city and just pulled out as far as they could, Dave said. It's made all of the space for all of these different kinds of music. I think Nashville is the greatest community of songwriters in the world. It's exciting to me to see those people contribute to other kinds of music. It's always fun to be a part of it because there's always creative energy pulsating around the city. Living here, 
you always feel forever young creatively. You don't have to look very hard to find new things to be inspired by. Now, Dave has planted another seed in the Nashville arts community, a comedy show separate and distinct from the music performance. Maybe Nashville can be a comedy town, too. It's certainly seen its share of humor as the home of the Grand Ole Opry and Hee Haw, but no performer has ever tried anything quite like this. At 40, Dave continues redefining what's included in the price of admission. I swear sometimes I miss you Like I'm already gone Your little laugh The sun set on your face I hope I'm years and years from leaving Good ways till goodbye But there's things I need to tell you just in Today's story was read by Matt Godfrey with original theme music by Kyle Carpenter and Wilder Adkins and special music provided by Dave Barnes. Make sure to subscribe to Good Grit Stories in your listening app of choice. And if you like Good Grit Stories, please leave us a review. It helps more than you know. As always, you can find this story and many others by visiting goodgritmag.com where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and even get a subscription to the magazine. And if you enter the promo code LISTEN at checkout, you'll get $10 off your subscription. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you all next week for another installment of Good Grit Stories.